Welcome to Clocking Time with RTC Fitness, Stark County's premier fitness center located on the campus of Stark State College in Canton, Ohio. Today's guest is Dory Noggle. Welcome, Dory. Glad to be here. Glad you're here. Everybody loves Dory. Just going to say that. Um, <laughs> so, start, can you just start by, like everybody on our podcast, just tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, um, let's see. Should I say how old I am? If you want Already? to. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm 63. Um, I had a full-time career in um, the newspaper business for 32 years and was downsized from there. Didn't want to stay home, so I bought a little bookstore. It's a standing joke between uh, my husband and I. He said most people ask for a couple books for Christmas. He goes, you're the only one who asks for a bookstore. Oh, a store, though. But I thought, you know, this is something I can really, <laughs> it'll keep my mind busy. It's a challenge for me. I've read my whole life. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I was in the sales end of the, in the business end of the newspaper business. So I had all that experience. So I had that little bookstore, uh, like Cable, and it's just a joy to go to work every day. And it allows me time to come to the gym and you know, spend time with my grandkids, and yeah. it's me a little bit of freedom, but still um, keeps me busy enough to keep my, my head in the game. Okay. I love that. Well, tell me more about, before we talk about your journey here at RTC, tell me a little bit more about your career in the newspaper business, or tell our audience that. So oh, you, you know. How did you get into oh, that? So it was, you, were, you said you were on the business end. So. It was back in the day when... Um, there was real you didn't really go to, right there was real <laughs> yeah. journalism you know we didn't really plan on uh, college after high school right you either went kind of like college route or you were going to take secretarial yeah. I did took the secretarial route why well, I have no idea because for me it was not about typing accurately it was about typing the fastest it wasn't mm-hmm. about being able to interpret my shorthand it was just getting it the fastest so yeah. I really did that really wasn't my gig. But I went that direction anyways, and then um, I don't know, I got it in my head. I just had to be in sales, mm-hmm. and I went to all these agencies where they placed you back back then, yeah. and they said, no, you can't because you don't you don't have any experience. You have to have sales experience. You, you just can't come out of high school and get into sales. So um, I had a couple little jobs here and there, probably five, because I started working when I was in high school, and um, then as soon as I walked in the door of that newspaper, I knew right then and there that was my place. It was loud, it was total chaos, and I fell in love, mm. fell in love, and I started in classified, entry level. It was basically um, an ad taker yeah. with some sales involved, and I had a ball, I had a ball. So when I was downsized, I was at I was the first woman ad director on the executive management team yeah. ever. Wow. At the repository. So I was very proud of that. It took me thirty yeah. over thirty years to get there, but because it was a man's game, yes. you know, a man's business. But boy, I'll tell yeah. you, yeah, the memories and it was always exciting and fun and challenging and I loved what I did. I loved it. Loved the newspaper game. Yep. When you say it, it's just kind of an interesting point that you made that it was a man's game in that era. Oh. We're talking like the the seventies. Well, for the most part in the seventies, eighties. I think I started in nineteen seventy eight. Okay, at so the rap. Okay, and um, it was right after the big strike. Okay, and you'd have to, you probably you don't remember, but 
Yeah, there was a big strike and the paper was shut down. And, oh, the stories I heard. But, um, yeah, so it was more like the end of the 70s, okay. 80s, 90s. Yeah, it was, yeah, 20th century. Were there women working there? A lot of women working in just more um, secretarial positions. Right. Those kinds of positions. Yes, in those kinds of positions. And there were, you know, of course, a lot of girls in classified because they were just cute little ad takers. Yeah. But that was not my ultimate goal. Six months, and I was on the retail sales team. And there was one, two, two other women on there. And one had been there six months longer than me, and the rest were men. It was, and they really didn't take to us for a while. Mm. But eventually that turned around. Yeah, Mm. yeah. It's an exciting time to be in the business because we changed from, you know, hot type or... Um, hot type to cold type and everything went electronic and then we got the new presses and it was state-of-the-art so I grew a lot with yeah so it was very fun and exciting yeah well there's so many questions I want to ask you about that about um, that well well, we could do that (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. I know we're supposed to talk about RTC a little bit here but but there is like there is this feistiness about you that I have loved since the moment I met you and I think people hear See it too, just in the way that you approach. Do you think it's my potty mouth? Well, no, well, that's we love. I love that about you too because I have one myself. But I, I just the, the I just call it that that feisty mm-hmm. that spirit. You know, I, I just I love that, and I could I could just see you like breaking barriers in a in a well, I tell you, I've always just the little bit of you that I do. I've always been one of these people that I I never can recognize my own limitations. I had to be in sales, and I was so painfully shy, I was scared to death to call on anybody. But I made myself do it, mm-hmm. because that's what I wanted. I didn't want to be a, a clerk or a secretary. I, right. you know, I wanted to you know, do, do, yeah. do my own thing, even though I, my, my skill set wasn't really there. Or, you know, this, look at me here in the gym. I bang your head against the wall. What the hell are you doing here, Dor? Yeah, but it's, I love the challenge and, you know, breaking down those barriers and, you know. Yeah, don't think yeah. you're afraid of or that aren't easy. So. Right. But I don't think right. anybody, I don't think anybody here thinks that. Like, what are you doing here? I think. I oh, think just me thinks that. Probably. Yeah, I, maybe that's it, what's in your head, but yeah. I think most people, I think in myself included, it, it, there's just a and admiration for what Aww. you do and the, the positive spirit that you bring to oh, it all. That's very well, kind. let's talk about your yeah. journey here. So what did bring you to RTC? How did you end up here, and what's your journey here been like? How long have you been here? Tell us a little bit about Well, that. I had a friend who um, talked to me. Well, she didn't really have to talk me into it. She introduced me to the Legends class, and as soon as she started talking about it, it was over at the old gym, okay. and uh, Diana Fury, that was her. Um, she was the coach, and there was, I don't know, a handful of us. Over yeah. there. So, you know, I went over to that old gym and I didn't know, you know, I was kind of afraid of everybody and some really muscular people. And, yeah, I thought, oh, I don't know if this is going to be for me. But um, after a couple classes, I was just so in love with it. And it was so challenging and so fun and everyone was so nice, all the Legends people. And then I got to meet some of the other uh, I think they call you guys OGs now. Oh yeah, I'm not. Yeah. One of the, I'm not you're one not of an OG. No, I'm not an OG. <laughs> yeah. But I know but, there is a yeah. group that was that was there. Yeah. From the so, so and yeah, yeah, everyone was so nice and and um, yeah, that was once I got involved with that, that was it, and then we moved here. Right. And then I don't know. I guess that they kind of started converting the legends over, kind of I don't know what's the word, bringing us into the regular classes. And um, 
that really was a challenge because we didn't. I had to learn all the CrossFit right. moves and right. everything. We hadn't really done too much of that with the Legends, and it was very challenging. And with my mobility issues, it was. I really had problems with it. I couldn't get my head around it mentally. I, I was so fearful of everything, and probably rightfully so, because I, I did keep injuring myself, even though it might have been just a tweak here or a tweak there, right. or I'm down. You know, I'm in yeah. therapy for, for months. But back to my injuries. So then I... <laughs> no. So, <laughs> so um, and then, I don't know, I kept just kept coming to class, and um, George would modify things for me, because I, I like to come in the mornings. And, um, yeah, he was modifying everything for me, and I my confidence just became stronger and stronger so now I'm to the point where I could give a care about the whiteboard mm. it I, I it's just I, it's not even in my yeah. in oh, my yeah. realm of being important right. what's important to me is that I'm able to come here I'm able to do some of the things and I'm continuously improving I have setbacks every now and then Again, because of the mobility issues, and I push too hard for things that I'm not made to do. So I hurt myself, but it's not because of CrossFit. It's just because right. of me. But we just keep working through it, and I see Andrea and George and Allie and, you know, try to keep me eating right yeah. and <laughs> being able to do some of the things and build some strength up so and build some muscle tone so things are easier for me. And, um I, I just love it. I love being able to get the workout done in the time frame, even if it is scaled most of the time. But I can do some of the things RX. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one or two. <laughs> but my goal is to do more. Right. I'm really close to getting toes to bar. Last time I tried to do it, I blew out a shoulder, and it's probably been over a year. So since I was able to get on the rack, I'm so happy to be able to be there yeah, and, to be back yeah, and yeah, yeah, get my calluses yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, so I know those are a thing of pride, aren't they? I, I, we all do it. That, so we all stand there. We just drop down there and look at our hands yeah. and say, "Yeah, baby, I'm a true crossfitter." <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so did you have a a, a background in fitness? Prior to, like, when you did the, well, like, like, you know, did you, have you done other things in the past? I have. I'll tell you what. Um, I played tennis for years. Okay. I played competitive tennis. Now, I will tell you, I spent more money in lessons than I did in competitions. <laughs> but, again, it was one of those things. I am a person who never quits. Right. I do not start something and quit because I can't do it. I just continued to yeah. do it. <laughs> And I played tennis for years, and I, they called it, before it was USTA, they called it um, Volvo, I think because the cars sponsored it. Okay. And okay. We, we had a traveling tennis team. I was a Hall of Fame fitness center. And we traveled around, and, yeah, I took private lessons. I took semi-private lessons. I worked out with the team. I lived down at the tennis courts and um, loved it, loved it. But I struggled because there was not strength training involved in all the workouts that we did. We worked hard. There's not strength training. Okay. So my shoulders never developed. I, I don't think I was ever really strong enough to, to serve properly, and I would continually jam up and yeah. 
Yeah, I ended up with impingements and shoulder injury, and I had to stop playing tennis. I couldn't serve. I still I can't serve. So, yeah, I did play a lot of tennis, and I was an excellent tennis player. I was. I always said I was an intermediate player with flashes of brilliance <laughs> on occasion. <laughs> but I did enjoy it, and it was fun. Yeah. So I did play tennis a lot, and, of course, I went to the gym. And then um, I worked out with a personal trainer three times a week for years when I decided... I was really going to tone up, mm-hmm. and I did, and it was it was really fun. Then a lot of I had just had a couple of bad years where I just really faced some challenges personally, professionally, mentally, physically. Mm-hmm. I was down. Boy, I just put on the weight. I think I ate my way through one whole mm-hmm. summer, and um, I was just uh, I wasn't well. It wasn't well, and it took me a long time to, to get together. I mean, a couple of years. And finally, I said, Listen, Tubbo, enough's enough, you know. So, I did Weight Watchers, believe it or not, yeah. and started walking. My poor dog's, he's, he's, he's only 60, little tiny fella, and I'm dragging him all over that neighborhood. And it was at, why I was doing that actually that I joined Legends. Okay. But I had already, you know, lost like 20 pounds yeah. and was starting on my way back to yeah. to getting back in shape again and getting my head in the right place. So, yeah. So, what do you, I, I always, you know, the things people say, and I know they're, they're always compliments like, oh, you know, like you look good for your age. I'm sure you've heard that one. Or, you know, look what you're doing at your age. Or what, what do you, and I, I take those kind of comments like as compliments, but at the same time it makes me think like what like society's construct of what we're where we're supposed what we're supposed to be doing at, at a certain, certain age ages. like things mm. like we're not supposed to be doing things as we get older like we're supposed to slow down we're supposed you know it's mm-hmm. do you do you think about those kinds of things like where you are right now and all that you're doing and I do think people here admire you I don't want to say what you do for your age because just what you do but I do think mm. as we get older well, movement, most of the time, you don't think about how old you are because you're as old as you feel. Right. And I don't think about it. And all of a sudden, you know, I wake up one morning and I'm over 60. It can be heartbreaking. It can be a real emotional challenge because it's, you, you can't do what you think you can do. Right. And in your, your body head, does your change. Head. And it does. It gets yeah. gets up in your head. And then you, yeah. your body's going through all these changes and you know, your hair is changing, your teeth mm-hmm. changing, your eyes don't sparkle anymore like when you're little. And it's like, what? Yeah. But it doesn't stop you because you still are living your life and doing what you've always done. So to me, it's like, you know, I just eat healthier than I've ever eaten in my whole life. I drink less. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I get to the gym. And it's not for any, for me... It's not for the aesthetic part of it. Yeah. It's because I need to feel good. It keeps me grounded. I need to sleep really good at night. And I will not do it if I don't exhaust myself. If I don't come to the gym and make my body tired, my mind was not going to let me sleep. Mm. And I think that's part of being older. That's not just me. Yeah. That's I'm sure some yeah. of it is. But, yeah, I think it's just part of being older you just don't rest well you just don't want to so I don't care if I come here and I'm not able to do anything but walk around 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 I'm going to show up 
Right. You know, because yeah. I, I have to I have to be able to get a good night's sleep so that I can do what I want to do. I want to be bright and sassy and be able to have intelligent conversations with people that come in the bookstore and hopefully remember the titles of the books and the <laughs> authors. You know, sometimes, you know, when we get done working out, I, I can't remember my name. I don't know what my score is. I don't know how to add 10-pound weights together. Yeah. I don't understand that. I'm still kind of stuck on why your brain shuts down. Coaches say it's because it's a blood thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's more of an adrenaline thing where you just get so hopped up yeah. and yeah. you're fearful and your adrenaline's up and then you're doing this hard work and then your brain shuts. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, maybe that it is. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> I lost track of what I was saying. Where was I? Oh, back to being old and coming to the gym. <laughs> yeah, You don't think of yourself as old. You don't. You just do what you've always done. You don't do it stuff. You know, you'll be like, you'll be here in 10 years because the only thing that's going to stop you is an injury where you have to stay home and rehab, but hopefully you'll be able to rehab here. The people keep me coming. You know what? I was so upset about the legends and I thought, oh my gosh, I just, I don't like change. Mm -hmm. This is scaring me and I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, I don't look back. Then, after a couple of weeks, I was talking to John Fury, and I said, you know, I was so concerned about it. I wouldn't say upset. I was concerned. I said, but if this wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't have met all these other wonderful people who I just am in love with half these kids. They're so nice, and their families are so nice. And I can't believe I just said kids. (laughs) Because, but it's, it's only really been recently where I think of myself as I'm not part of that age group, but I'm not able to run with them and, and do what they do. They, they are their kids. Some of them are, I'm as old as their grandma. And it's like, man, but it's like my husband says, you know, we just keep fighting the battle every day. Yeah. We get up, we keep busy, and he, Stevie's over 70, and he's at the gym four or five times a week and golfing um, four or five times so a week. Both- both very, we're both very active yeah. lives, yes. Yeah. Always have, yeah. Fantastic. But we like to have fun, too. Yeah. Yeah, we do. I'm sure you mm-hmm. do. Yeah. <laughs> we do. Sometimes cool. too much fun. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you like to do for fun? Oh, my gosh. I mean, besides, you know, you like to come here, and obviously you're, you're passionate. Steve and I are very social yeah. people, so um, we love to get together with our friends. We play cards. We play games. We've done that for years. Um, we love to go and enjoy some cold beers and some appetizers and some dinner. Um, maybe a few more cold beers. It is, yeah, we do. And I love, love, love doing things with my dog. I never was able to have a dog when I with my career through Prosper yeah. because I worked so damn many hours. Yeah. You know, because I had to work harder. I had to work harder than the other men in there. I had to do twice the work to be able to get the recognition. I had to be a superstar at everything, and I worked and worked at it. And so I wasn't home, you know. So there's Stevie and I, you know, I finally get off work, and we're stopping to have a beer and a sandwich, and we're home for the night and done. That wouldn't be fair to an animal. But anyways, then I finally got one, and I love dog training. One of the legends, um, Sharon Mueller, 
has does dog training, and I could, a lot of those girls had dogs on that. So that was I immediately connected with them, and it's like, oh, I want to do this. So I start taking my poor pup to agility. Oh my God! Yeah, I loved it way more than he did. Aww. Yeah, I'm running around saying, "Let's jump over this. Let's go through this." And yeah, get up here. This will be fun. No, no, he no, oh. no. I could show you videos. You'd be on the floor laughing. He gets on the, he get on the top of the slide and stop and pose and look at everybody. Say, "Aren't I the snazziest little havanese you ever saw?" And Cheryl would be like, "Dwayne." Does this dog ever run? Run? It's, yeah, he's a maniac. But he didn't not like that, not, he did not like agility. But we did obedience training. I mean, I was passionate yeah. about that. That I've always loved to, to spend time with the animals and be able to learn and grow in that environment because it is you have to learn too, right? And how so you can teach your dog and, and how you are and your dog reacts to you and yeah, it is really really enjoyable. Really enjoyable. I probably will get another dog. Maybe one a little different than a Havanese <laughs> so that he can actually do some agility. Well, Kathy D does that too. Do you and Kathy yes. talk about that? No. Oh, okay. I don't get to she, see her too okay. much. Because she's, she's You know, because of our schedules. Yeah, I know yeah. she has the visual us. Yes. I don't know. I'm, I'm glad you said that because I don't know how to say it. Well, I think I probably properly. said it wrong, okay. but visualize. <laughs> visualize, yeah. But there were so many in that class. Mm -hmm. And Kathy was in there. She didn't stay very long yeah. because she progressed out of it so fast. Okay. She's a strong girl. Yeah. But, yeah, that was good. Um, yeah. I love, too, what you said, you know, I'm kind of going back and forth, but, like, when you said about your, what you do here and how, like, just that realm of support, you know, like working with George with the one-on-ones mm -hmm. and then, you know, you see Andrea and yes. doing the classes. You and know, like, I was just all... That, that, I love that. It's like that... I know, support, like a circle of support around. I was so amazed with that. Yeah. I was like, because I was, I think when I originally hurt my shoulder, I think it was Diana Fury said, Dory, you've got to see Andrea. Because I said to her, I said, look at my shoulders. This one kind of rolls forward. And I don't think she'd ever noticed it until we came over here and I was actually on a rick. Mm. You know, because over yeah. the other gym where you didn't get that opportunity. And it was like, oh, and she says, Dory, you, you have to go see her. Something's, something's off yeah. <laughs> you know yeah so um i did and then i only went a couple of times and i forgot about it and then till i really injured myself and then all of a sudden i find out everybody's talking to each other about me and not about me but i mean about my injury and yeah. how they're going to make it work for me so there's andrea you know tell me okay now i want you to do this this and this and i'm going to tell george mm -hmm. and when you go in for your PT with George, he's going to have you strengthening these muscles, and I'll call him, we'll talk about that, and I would talk to George, and George would say, yeah, I talked with Allie, you know, about your nutrition, and we're talking about, and I was like, what? Everybody, everybody cared for me. Yeah. I get choked up about yeah. it, because it was like such a team effort to yeah. get me to where I wanted to be on my original goals when I sat down with Allie, when we moved here, and she said, what do you want to accomplish? And I say, I don't want to be a medication. I am fighting high blood pressure. I am have extreme high cholesterol, even though I'm a small girl. It's just me. Yeah. And, oh, my God, I got osteoporosis. I went over the edge of osteopenia to osteoporosis. Yeah. You know what I said? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. So, I mean, I work hard. I have my osteoporosis under control. 
I take no medication. It's because of this gym, these people, and working as a team to keep me mentally yeah. in it. And yeah. you know where I want to be, which yeah. is I want to be active, I want to be healthy, I want to be here having fun. Do you know how fun it is to be 63 and climbing a rope? That's fun. I get it is very fun. <laughs> the last time we did it, I couldn't resist. I had to go for a little swing up there. Ah! You know, it was it a was yell yes, it was very fun. Even though I, I haven't got all the way up there yet, but I I couldn't even you know hold myself up in the rope when I first started. So the main thing was after every workout. I don't look at the whiteboard. I don't think about my score, even though George asked me. Sometimes I just say, George, I'm so happy to be here, and that's my score for the day. Yeah. I find a win, even if I'm ready to cry and run out the door because nothing has gone my way. I'll find something. I'll find something. And sometimes it's just I sit and calm down and say, six months ago, Dory, you couldn't have done that. You could not have lifted that 35-pound bar over your head. Or you couldn't have cleaned. You'd have, you know, you'd been on a 15-pound bar. So just even have that 35-pound bar in my hands sometimes is the win. And it keeps me going. It keeps me coming back because there's not a reason in the world that I can't continue to be stronger, be mentally tougher, and be able to accomplish more. I said to George not too long ago, I said, do you think my goal is to be able to be standing on my head by the time I'm 65? <laughs> I said, George, am I ever going to be able to do handstand push-ups? He said, you know what, Dory? You are going to have a really good ring row on a plate. <laughs> he goes, you're going to get that far. So maybe it'll take me times, you know, 68 to be but I don't know. But that you're, but that you're always looking to better yourself and. Well, yeah, school. it's that's, well. You need to have a new challenge. I know it's just so. You, I don't look at it as as bettering myself. I look yeah. at it as I'm. It's it's yes, yeah. it's something different yeah. to do. Yeah. And maybe sometimes I I do things and I realize that this isn't for me right now. What are those uh, machines over there where you do the sit ups? GHDs. Yeah. Okay. So that is that's. A real challenge. I'm, I'm fearful of it. I'm fearful of my back. I, I probably can do more than what I challenge myself to do. But then I have to say, really, Dory, until you can do a serious amount of setups and do some toes to bar and get that core strong enough, do you really need to be on this thing? But I like to get on and try and do a couple. So, you know, I want to experience everything. I yeah, want to know yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah, but I know sometimes I have to step back and say, and I'm getting better at it. This isn't for me today. I'm going to step back yeah. and do something a little different and challenge that another day. Yes, but I have goals. I'm going to get that toes to bar. I might not so get... So I was going to ask you, so that what are your, your immediate goals then as far as fitness goes? Okay, so I want that toes to bar. Okay. I want um, a double under. I don't know, because I've never been able to do that many in a row. I think I've only done, like, one, yeah. <laughs> and it was a fluke. I don't know if I have the stamina or the energy, but I'm going to give it hell. Yeah. You know? I'm gonna, and, and I'm going to get it, but I, I don't know that I'll be able to do girl. it a lot. Sure you I, you think? That. Yeah. I'm I think it's sure a breath thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, back in the newspaper days, I that was a party, smoke-filled atmosphere. Mm. So yeah, you know, it was. Yeah. I didn't had my share of fun. Yes, just like you picture it. Yeah. yeah, like I want to say the Superman, what was there, Clark Kent? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, it was, the yeah, yeah. The, the hardcore editor and walking mm-hmm. around with cigars and cigarettes yeah. and everyone's crazy running everywhere. It's, it was exactly that. Yeah. 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 So, Toast to Bar then and, and oh, yeah, back Double Unders. Yeah, Toast okay. to Bar, Double Unders. I try to set my immediate physical goals on things I know that are attainable for me. Yeah. Some things are not going to be. Um, I don't think I'll ever get a muscle up. Mm, I just, I just, you know, I just, I I just don't have the upper body strength. But it would be nice to be able to do a chin up. I'm still doing it with bands. I can get nowhere. Because we discovered I use the muscles in my neck for everything. And I have muscles in my back that I have not yeah. developed. Yeah. So I'm overcompensating and that's, yeah. you know, I was really down with that for a little bit too, so. Do you have a yeah. favorite exercise? Like one you love to do? Oh, let's see. I love, I love jumping rope. Yeah? Yeah, probably because I can do it. You know, you yeah. love things that yeah. you can do. Yeah. I used to hate those bikes until we got these new bikes. I still don't call them the right things. The C twos, yeah, okay. I yeah. So I really enjoy, I really enjoy those. You know, when I was at Legends, I did not run, and I used to run trap, but I did not even run at that point, and um, I I am enjoying that now. And I have an immediate goal to run around the building, but it's a wind problem. You know, it's I really yeah. have to work on that stamina, yeah, and all that, and. A lot of it's my own fault in my party ways back in the day, you know, so you pay the price for that kind yeah. of stuff. But, hey, I'm good now. George's story, you can run around the building. Why am I dying? <laughs> but I don't know. But you're so. right. I guess I forget. I was, you know, grew up in that, like when everybody wasn't smoking and you were oh. around all that. It, it was it was so normal. Now oh. it's so abnormal just to I be know. around cigarette smoke. If you're yeah, I can smell it a mile away. I think, oh, my yeah. Lord, yeah, how this that building just must have just yeah. yeah and the clouds used to come out it the was teacher's the lounge at school yeah. you know it used to be the cloud oh, yeah. smoke when oh, you yeah. go down the hall by the by the lounge which yeah. is oh, like I don't even fathom nowadays but anyway and everybody smells so clean you yeah, know it's really do. nice they yeah. do yeah. okay I know we probably should wrap it up soon but I do have to ask you as a fellow lover of books um, and you mm-hmm. own a bookstore so do you do you do you have a fear like me of that, that books will that books will go away. Like, do, do you see there are a lot of people? Are, do you still see a lot of people reading and a passion for it? There are so many people. Yes, I worry about it. Okay. I just worry about it. Like, yes, I worry person, about it. Like as a teacher, from with young teenagers, I not as many of them are, are reading books, full books. Right. That makes some of them aren't. Some of them are. Yes. And I get um, a lot of young folks, and I say young, I mean high school, mm-hmm. college, um, that, you know, they want the, the classics, they, they love old books, they want the oldest copy of A Tale of Two Cities, oh. they want, you know, so that keeps me 
inspired. Yes. Because yeah, I'm not just like, it, yeah. oh my God, if I sell another romance novel, I'm going to die. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Right. There's, a, right, there's right. a place for those. Yeah. And yeah. I've read my share of yeah. them back in the day. Yeah. But, um, yes, there still are a lot of young people that come in and... I haven't, I just haven't, I haven't really, done, I'm not too fearful of it. When I bought the bookstore, I wanted to get 10 years out of it. Now, I was probably wrong on that estimate. I probably can keep that store open as long as I want to. Because there's going to be enough to pay the rent and, and have some pin money, as I yeah. call it. Yeah. So it's never going to be a huge profit because I don't deal in too many new yeah. books. I don't want to, I don't want to make it that much of a business hard work for me. I want to talk to the customers. I want to help them find the right author. I want to guide them to something that will interest them and keep them coming back. Yeah. That's that's what's in it for me. Is when people come back and say, oh, oh, this was so enjoyable. I love this author. But I read them all. What, what's next? Mm -hmm. And I know where to take them. I know where all the books are. I know it's I love my little bookstore. Did you ever, you know, at work say, oh my gosh, all this pressure, all this stress. I just would be great to have a little bookstore and just go to work right. and yeah. sell books. You have that. I cannot believe this happened to me. I can't believe I was so blessed that I fell into it. And I have that. Sometimes. Sounds like a respite. I bet you there's only been like two or three people that have been in that bookstore that have been a pain in my ass. The rest of the time, they're fabulous. Mm. Fabulous people. But I make them that way. I mean, I try to be there like we are here at yeah. the gym. Yeah. Work hard, be nice. You know, let me help you. you. Are you upset about the price of the book? What do you need? Yeah. You know, you're mad about the quarter surcharge? Well, here, you can have it. I mean, I let's be happy. Yeah. I want so you to read this books. book. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. not like yeah. <laughs> yeah. But do you, it's all good. Do you have a Kindle? Or, uh, do you I do not. Do you, okay, I do so, not. I no can do. I don't either. You know why? It really bothers my eyes. Smell it, all those things. Yeah. It really bothers my eyes. Does it? Yes. Huh. Probably because I worked on a computer for so many mm -hmm. years. Uh, but it just bothers me. I, they've done studies where kids will read a book on a Kindle and another on a paperback or a hardback. The child that has the paper in their hands retains what they've read longer, more thoroughly. They are emotionally involved with that book. Text, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Something about that light and that machinery, it stops that. So I hope it never comes to the point where people cannot experience that's, that's yeah. reading yeah. an incredibly beautiful book. And just holding it and smelling it yeah. and bonding with it. And just, yeah. Even though they changed the way they make books now, so they don't smell like they used to. Yeah, you're right. But it still has yeah, a, still a distinct, a smell. different yeah. smell yeah. to it, but not, yeah. not the oil. Yeah. It's the glue. It's okay. the glue and the binding that makes them. Yeah, so that's yeah. why I will always have old books in the store to give it that yeah. bookstore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. All right, so what's your favorite... Do you have a favorite author or favorite genre? Of oh, I'm telling you, I change all the time. Do you? As I challenge myself to read different things and experience different things, 
I have read now all the David Baldassi's, and he, he's a he, um, suspense writer, right? But very good character development. Mm -hmm. I fall in love with the characters and what's going to happen to them next, and they all have challenges. Like I've learned a lot of us here in the gym do. Yeah. I always was, oh, but I can't do this and I can't do that. And then as I get to know people, it's like, wow. I can't believe so-and-so is doing this with that challenge that they have. Yeah. Yeah. So stop feeling sorry for yourself and just kick it, you know? Yeah. So anyway, so I lost track. I got sidetracked. Again. No, that's okay. But um, <laughs> I love them all. Oh, historical fiction. I've been, I'm mm, never reading that garbage. Are you kidding me? Oh, I love it. I have discovered some of the most amazing authors. Do you ever read Lucinda Riley? I have not. Lordy Day, and the sad part is, she wrote a series of books called The Seven Sisters. She wrote a book a year for seven years. The last two books, she was dying of cancer. She just passed not very long ago, and actually, her and her son helped her finish the eighth book because she couldn't quite get it wrapped up. Yeah. But every time, with every sister, wherever their history was, I felt I was there with them. So I have traveled the world and never left my sofa because I can smell it. I can breathe it. I can, uh -huh. oh, some of these authors, you don't need to go there. You just go home yeah. and let your imagination run wild. And it helps if you have kind of a crazy imagination yeah. and can, <laughs> yeah. can let it go yeah. enough so that you can absorb it and be there. Did you ever read a Christine Feehan? No. They can be a little smutty, but when you're in the jungle with her, you smell the humidity. And it's um, like, yeah. I'm so hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, no, I didn't mean that because of the weather. No, I got it. I got it. Yeah. It's the jungle. It's hot. Yeah. I got it. Yes. <laughs> no, but that is no, just the beauty of like, words on a page, how like mm -hmm. writers that have the gift to just put you right in the scene or... Just make you, and there's my so favorite many. is a character that you that you just want to I want to I want to be friends with this person or I want to sit down and talk to them you know I really want to that they just brought that character to and you know so some much. of the stuff that's come out lately you know about uh, women and the war effort mm -hmm. and they were spies and and the things that that they did and yeah. the horrors that they lived through and it's just it survived and, and came out the other side, and it's, it's really an emotional journey mm. to read some of those books. I don't do it very often because I carry it with me. Some people don't do that. I carry it with me, and it's very distressing. You know, it's heavy. I, sometimes I don't want to read something that heavy on yeah. me, you know. Yeah. But, wow, yeah, is it's it an experience? You can have books for different moods. Usually in the summer I read, yeah. That's when I read like my fluff, like more lighthearted. Yeah, uh -huh. But this past summer, I read a lot more nonfiction and that kind of thing. So I know some of it's like, oh man. Yeah, yeah. But take a book like Sea Biscuit or yeah. um, beautiful book, but still in some ways very heavy. Mm -hmm. You know, some of yeah. them are. It's sad. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I, when I read for fun, which is what I do mostly nowadays it's going to be a suspense. Okay. And I classify them different than thrillers because I don't like horror. I don't right, want it. Right. And nothing about children. I can't stand to read anything with children or dogs. <gasps> Did you ever read James Rowland's The Warhawk? 
No. I oh. read any of these books you've mentioned. Now well, I have to if it's the dog okay. training, oh. and he's a seal, uh, an ex-seal. Yeah. And he's got this dog, and it's based in fact, this dog training. He can do 26 different commands in a row, and they signal each other with their hand, or yeah. the dog doesn't yeah. signal yeah. that. <laughs> oh, look, that's that one. No, but he signals them, and this, this dog is so amazing. I'm fascinated with that huh. because it's, that takes so much work, and um, he's a Malinois. And I don't know if you're familiar with that, but a lot of them are police dogs okay. now. Okay. And, um, yes, they're, they're highly, highly intelligent, and they can do amazing things. This is based on true war dogs. And there are stories of what these dogs can do. And that's why I was absolutely devastated that we left even one of these beautiful animals in Afghanistan or anywhere. It, it's just abhorrent to me because they are brilliant. And their whole goal is they're going to do everything they can to save you and save lives. And it's, it's so fascinating. You've got to come to the bookstore. I'll give you All right. I, well, I do need to call yeah, you. Got to, yeah. Anyway, so I'm very passionate about books, newspapers, the gym, <laughs> my life, a cold beer, and yes, yeah. Well, Dory, it was wonderful talking to you today. You're so full of joy, and I think that, I, I know that emanates probably even through the podcast, the people that know oh. you know, it's just, it's just inspiring be around. You're, you're just too your kind. passion for you're everything. Too kind. It is. No, but I think, you know, I, I, and I know we need to wrap it up. I feel like I could sit and talk to you for hours, but you know, I, one thing that I lament with young people sometimes I see now is just that sort of lack of, like I always, you always say like, find your passion, find mm-hmm. like, where's the, that oomph for life. And, and you have that. And that's just, there's just you're so very much to kind. Thank you. I, so, well, it's just, it's just how I am. I'm highly charged that way. But that's not always a good thing. Sometimes it makes some life experiences very difficult because I'm so highly emotional and so it, I really have to work at being balance. able to con- balance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's always it, about that, isn't it? Yeah, all of us, it I is. Think. But so. yeah, I'm, I'm just, I feel like I'm so blessed with everything right now and being able to still come to the gym and keep my health. And that's my goal just yeah. stay healthy and happy and be with these wonderful people. You just feel the magic every time you walk through that yeah. door. Because I always know there's going to be someone here that's happy to see me. That's fantastic. Yeah. And I think if there's ever an RTC commercial to be made, that you should start. I'm in. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll, let, we'll talk to Allie about that. <laughs> okay. That's next. Another project. Allie always has a list of projects, so we'll add that to it. So. All right. Thank you so much, Dory. Thank you for having me. Okay. All right.